It's your favorite time of day. Happy Hour with Kay. On today's episode, we'll be talking about deal breakers. As we get going with the show, I obviously need to get the drinks flowing. You know what they say, a drink a day keeps the spins away. Well, that's when you've had a little too much to drink, like before, or so I've heard. Now, if we're going to talk about deal breakers, we might as well start right here at the bar. For me, it's guys who drink their beer with a straw. Hey, are you kidding me? Or those people who drink certain flavored vodkas that under no circumstance should be a flavored vodka, like butter popcorn? Don't laugh. (laughs) That's an actual, like, flavor of vodka. So today, we're going to give those deal breakers the boot with a nice tequila sunset. Because drink a damn beer with a straw, and the sun is going to set on that date faster than ordering a nice chilled dill pickle vodka. Also a drink, by the way. So... What you need for this tequila sunset is one ounce of tequila. We'll make it four since it's Taco Tuesday and we're talking about deal breakers. And we always need an excuse to drink more. (laughs) So four ounces of tequila and then it's four ounces of prepared orange juice, but let's take that down a notch since we're doing four ounces of tequila. We want to taste the liquor, not drown the liquor. And then we'll do half ounce of blackberry brandy, or you can do blackberry juice if we've already added enough tequila for you, you little lightweight. But I'm adding that half ounce of blackberry brandy for my drink because a little splash or something. And then we'll garnish with a cherry. And now we're sipping and we're starting to talk. But let me try mine first. Hang on. (coughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, it's it's good. (laughs) I mean, after all, I am a drinker, not a thinker. (laughs) You like what I did there, right? (laughs) So this quarantine has me just exploring tons of different things, especially when I've had enough together time with my boyfriend. I would say I'm pretty open-minded. Long story short, I ended up trying to read my palm online from just a random site I stumbled upon. So if you need your palms read, I've got you. Just give me a call and I'll tell you all about what's happening in your life. So, um, you know, this all ties back into the meditation topic we discussed briefly in the first couple episodes. If you don't know what I'm talking about, now's the perfect time for you to get all caught up on Happy Hour with Kay. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, you know, I tried opening my third eye on this uh, site, and you pretty much had to stare at this image. It's like three separate images, and all three of them should turn into one, and then voila, third eye opened. Well, that was easier said than done, because I'm staring and I'm staring, and three finally turned into two. I was like, I've got this. I knew my third eye was open long before the universe brought me to this site. And so I'm staring and I'm staring and I'm staring. And I'm like, okay, two turn into one. Like, let's go. Sleepy eye, wake up. And when I tell you my eyes started to burn and then I caught the case of the spins, And you know what the cure for the spins are, right? Look at you paying attention. That's right. (laughs) It's a drink. So I decided, listen, I can't anymore. Three is now two. And this sleepy eye is half woke. And we're good to go. So I just decided, okay, I'll have my drink now because I've earned it. My eyes are burning and I need to get on with my day. I mean, it's quarantine after all. I might as well go on to my next project because trust me, I gave myself lots of projects to catch up on. By the way, cities are starting to reopen after COVID. My town, New York, it's in phase one, and I believe we're opening up June 8th. And then my second home, where one of my fave, well, not one of my fave, but a few of my faves and one of my new favorites, they live in LA, and that's supposed to open in, you know, it's in, actually, it's in phase three. And restaurants and shopping stores, hair salons are open May 29th. They're actually moving a little faster than New York. Thanks, Cuomo. Love you. But I really do. Um, And Disney World, yay! That's going to open July 1st. Would you go? I actually have a story about that because I planned on taking my boyfriend to Disney World for his birthday, which is July 2nd. Happy birthday, baby. And so they're opening just in the right amount of time, but he's so safe. We're not doing anything until next year. He's not taking any chances. So we're not going to Disney World this year. We'll probably go next year, whenever, at some point. But yeah, that's that. <laughs> so, um, what will you all be doing when you get back out? Because I know the first thing I'm doing is absolutely nothing. I'll be doing the same thing that I've been doing all quarantine. It's just sitting here and figuring out new projects and, you know, doing these silly little Zoom calls, which I dread. And so, you know, 
I don't really plan on doing much. Like I said, we're in for the rest of the year. Unless it's work and home, that's it. And of course, grocery shopping. Got to go to the wine store too. So about three things and that's pretty much it. So have you all heard about the monkeys um, that stole coronavirus blood samples from the lab worker in India? That's actually a crazy story. You should all go onto the New York Post website and find it. It's like monkey steals coronavirus um, positive blood samples in India. That one, I mean, this pandemic is so crazy that, you know, I mean, I just, I don't know when it's going to be over. And mama's ready to go to the bars and have a little drinky drink. It's, it's a lot. And let me give you like a random guess. Which fast food restaurants have the most locations? No, no one? (laughs) I mean, I have to pretend like I have a live audience. Maybe I need to get like some people or just like some fake audience responses when I do stuff like that. Because I literally sat here waiting for a response and I'm like, oh, no what? All right. So which fast food restaurant has the most locations? Well, you may or may not have guessed it, but I know I didn't. And it's Subway. They have 44,758, but all five are in the U.S. Now let's get into the main topic of today's episode, which would be deal breakers. We all have them, especially when choosing the right person. As I've said before, I've watched a lot of fairy tales, so naturally kissing ugly frogs to find my prince was a task I did like it was my day job. (laughs) Let me tell you. So I've literally made it very easy for you to have a chance with me especially after my second long-term relationship. After all, I'm a strong, independent person that need no man. Maybe that was the mindset that drove all the boys from the yard, especially (laughs) my last few people. But except for one lucky guy, he kind of understands how to, you know, give me my space, let me do what I want, but wheel me in when I need to be wheeled on back back into town. But back to my deal breakers I have um, had at that time. Now, in my defense, my outlook is that you can always work on things you're able to change. So for instance, you have to be able to understand my personality and match my level of fun Once you can do that, you'll be in the running to winning the heart of the bestest person in all the land. However, if you have an arrogant personality and simply like to pontificate, let me say that again, and you like to pontificate, that's just a lovely word. I love that word. It's pontificate. You can use it in all sense and look it up, darling. Um, But, you know, If you have an arrogant personality and you pontificate with no remorse of how others feel, I'd just write you off entirely. That's just a major, major deal breaker for me personally. 
And then you have people that, uh, you know, they have bad breath or bad hygiene as deal breakers. Again, in my opinion, you are just, you know, these are reasonable things that could be deal breakers, but you can also change. I mean, annoying laugh was in the top 20 for many people. I mean, you really can't change an annoying laugh, but maybe you can. I don't know. I just really have to think about that one. Now, there are some people out there that just simply won't date someone if they wear informal clothes on a date. I mean, after spending hours of ripping your closet apart to find the right outfit to give off just the right amount of sexy for that first meeting with your Tinder boo, only to have your date show up wearing jeans and a (laughs) t-shirt? Oh, let me tell, okay. Now, I understand the feeling because once upon a time, I wore an outfit on a first date and at the time, my best friend said to me, are you looking to get fucked? So naturally, I changed my outfit. But later in my relationship, I brought up what I wore on my first date saying, initially, it was probably too much for a first date. Do you know what this man had the nerve to say to me? He said, are you planning on becoming a nun? (laughs) So before you decide to ghost your bumblebee, I'd say to myself, what if jeans and a t-shirt guy is the one? Is it fair to write that person off because of just one fashion mistake? Have to say, go ahead, honey. Give him a chance. That's from one of my favorite movies. And, um, you know, you just never know. Next time he may show up wearing, like, a sexy two-piece Armani suit with a converse. (laughs) But, hey... Is it really his feet you'd be into? Well, ooh, this brings me. We're going to have to talk about OnlyFans in like the next few episodes because I discovered what OnlyFans was probably last summer. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) So we'll talk about OnlyFans pretty soon. So as I randomly sit around the house and think about how to pass all my free time we have during this pandemic, I randomly came across an article. I know, we all have lots and lots of free time these days. So don't judge because it's the second random thing that I did. So leave me alone, okay? Let me have a drink. Hold on. Where's my drink? Let me just have a drink. Hold on. Here we go. So this article, um, it was in The Atlantic. And just in case some of you out there don't know, The Atlantic is a monthly publication and uh, a website with just daily updates on current affairs in literature, political science, and... But in any event, it practically brought to light that there is now a sub-beef under the married versus single friend. And apparently... It's casual couples versus singles. So that's now a thing. And frankly, (laughs) look, I couldn't be more entertained because now don't judge me because for the better half of this quarantine, I've practically 
like sequestered myself into my old apartment away from the love of my life. Don't judge. Don't let's not be the casual versus single. Okay. And, um, you know, we're in separate apartments right now because we're at the phase of moving in together, but we still have to figure out whose stuff is worth keeping. I have no comment about that. But in this article, they discuss relationship privilege, which to my understanding is not being judged for your other half um, ignoring the government orders of social distancing. However, the singles, as the article coined it, is um, now feeling judgment because their booty call is looked down upon because it's possibly a stranger coming into the house. So in my opinion, it's whether you're throwing it back for your hookup or someone you're dating and don't live with just to be safe, having adult time with a mask on could be fun, but we all can just start being furries or something because it's cute and safe at the same time, but I don't know exactly how that would work. Maybe just keep the head of the costume on when it's time for the main attraction. If you get my draft. <laughs> Wait, I just realized you you cannot even go bobbing for apples being a cov like being covidian chic. I'm sure you all are crafty girls and boys, so um you make up your own rules as you um do your little late night creeping out booty call whatevs. So, I mean, this article, I just simply decided to, you know, ask friends and stuff like that. And I guess it's more like a bunch of Karens. So <laughs> I didn't want to say it out loud because you know, you know who I'm talking about. It's just, listen, if I see you having someone coming in and out, boyfriend or not, it's still putting me at risk. So if you're taking the necessary precautions when you come over to the house, I really don't see any sense in looking down on someone just because they brought in a quote-unquote stranger. Yeah, you and your boyfriend or girlfriend have been together for X amount of time and they're familiar. However, comma, that does not make it okay because that person can still bring in the virus into the apartment. So this whole like looking down on someone, it's just something that's also a sore subject for me because I don't like people who do that either. It's just, it's just nasty. Like keep your comments to yourself, you know, mind your business. I'll protect me and our space, just do your thing because when you're a person comes over, I don't judge. So let's switch it up a bit and play What Would the Zodiac Sign Say? So if you've been listening, we play this game every episode and it's just, you know, fun and it's 
pretty much me reading an example and responding in an obnoxious way about a particular zodiac sign. So here's the first example. I know my ex still has my favorite pair of earrings, but I just don't want to deal with his shit. I'm sorry, what? Here's the cancer. You little crabby, pessimistic, loyal, emotional, fun-loving crab you. Here's the response. Are you crazy? God knows what else that asshole has of yours. I'm not going to sit around and watch my best friend get screwed over by this jerk. You can always count on a cancer to turn up at the right moment. Well, they technically turn up at every moment because they're just really emotional (laughs) constantly. But we love them. Now, here's example two. My boss upset me so much today that I felt like crying. Here's the... uh, Pisces boyfriend response. Here comes the, I'm a victim, but wise fish out of water. They're actually really intuitive. Like, I love me a Pisces. Here's a response. Oh, honey, I wrote this song for you with a tear in his eye. <laughs> he starts serenading you and says, we should go far, far away. I actually enjoy that because he's very um, optimistic about love. And we all know how I feel about love and relationships. It's just the bestest thing in all the land. And now here comes example three. All right. I'm going to run out to the store and grab some things. Okay, Capricorn, it's your turn. Now, all the self-control goes out the window here. (laughs) And the condescending know-it-all exposes its little goat horns. Excuse me? But are you crazy right now? I think we can get at least three lunches out of that little bag of ramen if we cut it into fours, like here. Here's a cut for today. Here's another one. And then we have, you know, two more slices, cuts, portions, whatever. (laughs) I mean, you can always count on a Capricorn to just be nice and frugal. I mean, I love me a good sale. And anyone who knows me knows that sales are my thing. But Capricorn, you just take it to all. But. We love you, too. (laughs) Let's talk about some fashion. So COVID-19 has hit the fashion industry hard. Social distancing measures and travel bans have already forced designers to rethink the way they show their collections for the foreseeable future. With London, Milan, and Paris Fashion Weeks all going digital for the next fashion cycle... And it really would be interesting to see how well it's all received. I mean, designers have done digital fashion shows in the past, Marc Jacobs being one of them. However, it has only been isolated to just a minor portion of designers. And Fashion Week 
really has a life of its own because everyone in the industry knows that street fashion, which is attendees arriving to big shows, some are dressed in whatever designer show that they're attending. And, you know, also people who would celebrity watch on the sidewalks, they also get really glammed up to go out. And that's just simply something you cannot duplicate online. So we'll see how this goes, especially as plans for New York Fashion Week are underway. I'll keep you posted on all that as it develops. But um, I really hope that you all enjoy listening to my podcast because it's so fun to talk to everyone. And um, I really do enjoy the time that I spend creating content to present to you all. So until next time, I'll talk to you on Happy Hour with Kay. Hey!